Have you ever looked up at the stars and wondered if your world and everything in it is merely the result of four pasty weirdos who may not even be wearing pants, sitting at their computers talking to each other? What if the moment these dorks grow bored of imagining your world, they can just ball it up and throw it away? Well, welcome to Disposable Worlds. Uh, welcome to the fifth episode of Disposable Worlds. I am your your main guy, your 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 best pal, uh, the the guy you call when you've had a a, a bad night, a bit too much to drink. A bit too much to you want to drink more when you're feeling frisky <laughs> for any reason, really. Um, Cody, and I'm your side guy. I'm your side guy, Ryan, <laughs> the guy that you call when Cody's not in town. And you want to drink more when he is when he is and you're tired of him. <laughs> you, want, you want more to drink? Uh, I guess I guess that makes me not a guy. Um, you can be the third guy. I'm, I'm nobody's guy. What if Brian guy. and I go I'm, out of I'm, town together? You're yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess I'm I'm the guy that you call to just like hang out with, you know, uh, watch a movie, maybe do it a little bit of drinking, because uh, that's something I really love to do. As people who know me will. Uh, agree that's Steven, with. by the way. You didn't um, say his name. Yeah, that's You're, me. <laughs> uh, my name is Steven. Hi. You're really selling, selling yourself there, Steven. You sound like a bundle of fun. Ooh, yeah. People love hanging out with me. <laughs> I, schooler must be particularly bad if he's guy number four. If he's after this. <laughs> am I schooler or am I Jacob? Like, who the fuck am I? That's up to you. <laughs> I'm Balderdash and I'm be. drunk. <laughs> that works. This is our new fourth member, Balderdash. Balderdash. I'm okay with this. All right. So today, based off that, based, based off the hit sensational game, <laughs> Scrabble. 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 Uh, before we get into the crazy world building, uh, we're going to talk about the little things, uh, things that most people would take for granted. But as you're exploring these worlds, or creating them, or reading um, other people's worlds, uh, the things that that sort of resonate with you as as the audience or as another human being i guess i don't know i think a good place to start is comparing it comparing what works in different made up worlds to the real world mm-hmm. what what little things in the real world will really sell to you <laughs> you know when you're when you're when you're going through an existential crisis and you just see some small thing what what pulls you back what pulls you pulls you away from the abyss that you can't go outside for more than 10 minutes without just getting eaten alive by mosquitoes <laughs> Or the, or the sun. Or hurt, yeah, it's just hurt. <laughs> Fucking hurt. Yeah. Fucking injured. The sun will burn you alive. Well, when you put it that way, I don't want to live in this world. I want a fake world. I know, Fuck. it's pretty rough. Yes. I want to be able to go outside. Um, I don't know, like, uh, the fact that in this world, nobody can drive without being a total asshole. Every time you get on the highway, <laughs> there's always some <laughs> jerk that doesn't know how lanes work or what <laughs> lanes are for what purpose or turn signals or any of that and sort you, of stuff 
do you find that that concept translates well into fantasy worlds? Yeah, I think that my biggest takeaway is that human beings just aren't equipped to deal with the world that we've created. To deal, just, just to, deal. to yeah, no. just to except except for drugs, they can do that. Yeah, they're pretty good at doing yeah. that. But mostly, like, I just can't wait for self-driving cars, honestly, because I feel like it would just and take so much of like the stress out of people's lives. Like, I know that some people argue that like that's their that's their freedom, their cars, their freedom, and that's that's what that's what car. Right, that's one thing fantasy worlds have. They have that horses, nature, self-driving yeah. <laughs> car. It's already there. <laughs> oh my god, just get me one, please. The thing about self-driving cars, though, is like when you when you brought it to the point where you, you're, you're riding in a self-driving car does it have to be a car anymore <laughs> I, a palanquin i want i want a self-driving palanquin it's really just a chair with wheels at that point like get me a couch <laughs> yeah, that, that is what all self-driving cars I want are a self-driving be. bed well, yeah they'll eventually be there or they could be like like parade floats and stuff like that <laughs> like you could have like a big like uh like a uh, throne up on top of it and like people that's what i said a palanquin i want a palanquin a what oh a, oh, a pal- oh i th- I heard like palette king not palanquin or whatever <laughs> palette king and you didn't question that you're like oh cody wants a palette palette king cool <laughs> i heard a pelican uh, i thought it was a palanquin <laughs> palanquin i want a, I want a self-driving pelican I still don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> you know, it really, it really does take a, take uh, suck some of the fun out of it if you don't have slaves pulling it. For well, they'd be robot slaves. It's not the same. So you just have like four androids that can like really. What? Run. Yeah, ro- doesn't robot mean slave? That's just redundant. Do they have to be living? Like, is that really? I'd, a... I'd prefer that. Yes. You, so it needs to like eat and breathe and bleed when you whip it. it. I'm more. I. It's. That's it's what not you're about, about the eating and breathing and bleeding. It's more about like the personal life. I want to know mm. about that. I want to know that I'm I'm, I'm depriving them of which, that. Which brings me up to the point of the thing I really like about <laughs> worlds is how, you know, everyone's got something. Everyone's got a personal life. And everyone's got a fetish. It's the fetishes and, that sell me on this one. <laughs> pulling this away from slaves. Hey, Thank I'm, you. I'm pulling this back. I'm, I'm taking control of this horse. <laughs> pulling it. Yeah, yeah, we needed, we needed rescuing. So the fact is, in shitty stories... Sometimes people are just there to, like, be a prop, and they don't really do anything. Or maybe you're only following, like, ten characters in a story that describes a population of eight million, and it's like, well, this is not realistic. Ten people cannot... Ten people will not do all of these things. I'm going to challenge that, though, Steven, because um, I bet oh, yeah? there are people out there in the world who think to themselves, like, I'm just a prop, dude. <laughs> I, well, I'm I mean, just here to be a springboard for my... someone else's story. <laughs> That's my purpose. There probably is actually like a uh, a mental, like a psychological term for somebody that just thinks that they're they're an NPC, like a stand-in for yeah, like an NPC, <laughs> NPC <laughs> syndrome. <an> <laughs> Every bartender. I, man, I don't know. Every time, every time someone, every time someone talks to me, I just say the same thing. Hey, how's it going? I'm doing fine. But, it's Monday. But what? Oh man! But there's like, oh dude. There's a lot of like crazy like like layers to that. Like, what if you could have a uh, complex where you think you're an NPC, but you're also so narcissistic that you think you're one of those NPCs that like like in Morrowind, if you kill them, the plotline can't be advanced any oh, further shit. anymore. You, I am the quest giver. Or you can't be killed. You can't like like little boys in Fallout. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. No, that's that's a different one because you you just can't physically kill that's them. That's what I'm talking about. But in Morrowind, like no, there was dudes in Morrowind that like if you killed them, like a, a pop up came up and it was like, hey, you're basically fucked. You can't finish the game. BT does. Well, I like the idea of just thinking that like oh, I'm not an important character, but at least I'm immortal. <laughs> I got that going for me. 
<laughs> At least <laughs> I'm I can a little talk boy. Shit to any warrior I want to, with no repercussions. Go ahead, pull the trigger. No one, no one <laughs> yeah. can hurt me. Nuke my town. Come care. on, give it a shot. Well, what other kind of what other kind of little touches? <laughs> I think touching on the the senses is pretty important. Like like mm. scent. Mm. Books that ha- books that have a scratch and sniff portion of it <laughs> when they're describing. <laughs> <laughs> every every page is a different smell. Or have you ever been on have you ever been on like one of those universal 4D rides where they spray you with gross smelling shit in the middle of it? That's four dimension. There's th- the fourth dimension is smell. <laughs> yes, the, well the fourth dimension is a guy who who pretends to be Arnold Schwarzenegger and then they spray you with probably <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger sweat. <laughs> I don't think you went to Universal Studios. Dude. This is a strange strange fetish you have here, Cody. That is it there's nothing sexual about it. I get turned on <laughs> in a very in a very different way. It's a very specific thing I need. Wherever you went, that was not Universal Studios, and I feel like you have a lawsuit that you could probably engage in. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, Neil Gaiman in American Gods, uh, there's a section where uh, the main character is talking to uh, this Russian group of deities, and they go into like, okay, this is the dinner. This is the super bitter coffee. This is the really shitty, like red cabbage soup shit that they're having. Oh, yeah, that's super salty. Yeah. And then, um, at the end he says, and then they had this, uh, like cherry pie that was b- bought from the store and it was the best <laughs> thing of the meal. And it just really gets you into that. Okay. Yeah. This is a really, you know, uh, their main staples are going to be the the foods that they grew up with, and everyone hates them. But their treat is going to be this, you know, fantastic store bought pie or whatever. And and it really, it really gets you into that scene, and it really uh, kind of digs you into the kind of uh, mindset that he. Was yeah, but to at the same time, the author book. decides how you're supposed to feel about that food. What if you read that and you're like, oh god, this sounds delicious? Well, that's your prerogative. That's that's you. Yeah, but well, then you get to the end. It's like the pie was the best part. I hate what pie. If you're allergic to cherry pie. I would never. I, I would never believe it because oh, no. I know that the Russians are a godless people. So. <laughs> That's what kills it for me. Um, anyway, I don't know. Like, yeah, like, I think that <clears throat> I, I agree to that to a certain extent because it does really help sort of establish, like, the world. You get a sense of, I don't know, because food is, is a pretty, you know, grounding sort of a thing. Like, you don't really – it does help you help yeah. sort of establish a place and, like, the habits of a people and stuff like that too. Like, the way that they sit down and eat is, is a really big deal. If it's, like, even if they're describing the food that they ate, like, on the run or whatever versus the food that they ate, like, at a, a ball or something like that, it does establish, like, tone and... <laughs> You know, the two scenarios that happen in books, balls and running away from To people. me, it kind of breaks the fantasy. Because I, I go into a book or a story to escape my life. And I when I eat. read that this, the main character is eating something <laughs> shitty, I'm like, I don't want to eat that. <laughs> my life is full of food I, I don't know maybe it's because I really like board games and, and games are a big part of my life but I really enjoy reading about the games that, that characters play um, in their worlds oh. um, like in the in you know I'm not a huge Wheel of Time fan uh, I read about half of the series and I kind of gave up on it but um, they did have their sort That's of still like 20 go- books though right yeah it was like a, a good 30 <laughs> years of, of my life <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They play a game that's essentially Go. I can't remember what they call it, tiles or something like that, or Stop. corners or something. <laughs> but it's essentially just the game of Go. But it's kind of fun to sort of like figure out what these games are that they're playing because they're almost always 
a, like an, an, a real world yeah. game and you're like oh okay I get it they're, they're playing Go or whatever yeah. but sometimes it's not and sometimes it's kind of interesting like uh, in the Black Company they play Tonk uh, this card game and like I eventually like learned how to play Tonk just by reading the Black Company and it took over the course of like you know seven books like you eventually like you get some insight into like oh okay I understand how this game works now and he never explicitly explains how it goes but you see what's happening he, he describes the hands that are being played and eventually you figure it out but then I realized that Tonk is an actual game yeah, I was about to say, is, it, is it product placement <laughs> yeah it's like an actual game and I figured I've only found that out like six did months ago did he invent ago. it too uh, yeah. did the author invent it no, no, not at all. I was about like, to say that'd be funny if he's just trying to sell a game that he's working on on the side. <laughs> it's like it's like Yu-Gi-Oh, but like <laughs> like he's just trying to sell fifty-two card poker decks really that's, hard. That's what upward integration. What is it called? Yeah. Uh, what is that? Oh, oh yeah, like yeah, vertical vertical integration. integration yeah. Vertical integration. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, yeah. when I think of games and stories, I think of Blitzball. What the Blitzball? Blitzball. Blitzball. Dude, Final Fantasy X Blitzball. Oh, I'm not, I'm not familiar. 10. Nope. It's like zero gravity water soccer, dude. I mean, it's the coolest. Here's, here's the thing. I love I love the idea of Blitzball so much. I absolutely hated playing those scenes. Did you have to restart over and over again until you actually won? Like Chocobo Racing or something? Really rough. But the concept of Blitzball and also how do they breathe underwater? <laughs> Even in a Final Fantasy game, that's true. Really, there's a lot about that game. I mean, obviously, they're all just dreams or whatever. Like, spoiler uh, alert: Are they all dreams? They all just wake up at the end. Fucking... Oh man, someone's a dream. No, they die because it's their I final game. <laughs> this is what they see before their death. There haven't been any more Final. Yeah, Fantasy well, since they've technically then. never it's... finished a Final Fantasy game. So, for all I know, they do just get murdered at the end or wake up to. So you've never experienced your Final Fantasy. No, that's why I'm still alive. Exactly. My, my under- you know, that's where they get the concepts for these games. They like record someone's memories while they kill them. Oh, that's dark. Uh, and it's yeah. like, well, there's a story. Well, I, th- I think Square Enix has really just been ra- waiting for Ryan to finally finish a game, and then that will truly <laughs> yeah, be the, the final, final fantasy. Well, uh, after whatever <laughs> that was, thirteen or twelve or whatever, yeah, that's probably. Not I'm going to start happen. a competing company, and I'm going <laughs> to call it the first first fantasy. <laughs> first fantasy. This is my primordial fantasy. fantasy. Yeah, that well, that sounds a lot yeah. better. God damn, <laughs> it's not a bad idea. <laughs> I primordial fantasy actually sounds pretty cool. First fantasy just sounds. <laughs> It does. It does have like sort of a an overtly sexual vibe to it, really. Yeah, middle middle school. I'm gonna make a. And... I'm gonna make a middle ground between those two, and it's gonna be adolescent fantasy. <laughs> Sequel. What dream? Yeah. Gross. I don't know. Like for for it, it really like what I like is a variety in my stories for world building. Mm. Like there are some books where I really enjoy where they get into the meat the meat of like the science of it. They really just dive into like i read seven eves recently by neil stevenson and he really oh, i've been meaning God, to read it's that. an amazing book and he's he fantastic. just like he focuses just so hard on like orbital mechanics and stuff like that and at times it's kind of like honestly a little bit boring to read through all this stuff but at the same time it really does sort of ground it where you feel like holy shit this guy did his research i assume this could really happen maybe <laughs> <laughs> that's very much how uh, michael crichton a lot of his stuff I got into it because the science was so good and then there were a couple books I read where he just took it too pseudoscience-y and just rambled for too long and I was like I can't I can't read this anymore and I'm sorry Michael Crichton but I can't read your books now. I'm sure he'll be crushed. <laughs> there are the, yeah, he's he's very disappointed that I'm no longer That's one less subscriber that we have now. 
what Michael Crichton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what what I was gonna say is that I like I like books like those, but I also like you know reading books where maybe the author doesn't explain shit. Mm-hmm. Like stuff just works because it works, and that's cool. Like they have that they have a fun, interesting concept, and that just carries its own weight. Yeah. And they don't really need to go into the yeah, details yeah. of how it works or why it works, because mm-hmm. in this world, it just works, and that's awesome. So I really like having a bit of a variety. I don't know to help because it does make the worlds feel different. Because if if everything like used the same formula, yeah, it would it would be boring. So what about like yeah. um fun and interesting like turns of phrases and stuff like that? Like um, a lot of fantasy writers, especially, will try to like reflect the larger world in some of in some of like the uh, idioms that are used or like the 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 repeated phrases. I'm gonna I'm gonna need an example for this. I've got a guilty pleasure in reading Warhammer forty thousand books and like. They're, I mean, they're not good, like by any stretch of the imagination. Right. It's just—is this—is this different from Warhammer 40k? Or it's the same, same thing. thing. Yeah, it's just—it's just a matter of how many words you want to say when you're describing. It's just the pretentious way. Yeah, of saying exactly. It. Oftentimes, the writers will try to make a turn of phrase, like instead of like "Oh my God," they have to say, you know, "By the Emperor" or something <laughs> like that. Or, oh God. Yeah, or like oh, yeah. you know, like they'd be like Gulliman's Oath. I can't believe that this. You know, like. Blood for the blood god. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. But they'll be like sort of like reactionary <laughs> things, like instead of like, oh shit, they'll be like, oh frack, frack it, frack this thing. What like is in, that? That's uh, Battlestar Galactica, yeah, right? Frag, yeah. frag that. Yeah. Yep. Frag that. Frag. I off. think that like Serenity had its own sort of a deal. Like they had like some sort of swear word that wasn't a swear word or something like that. Well, they used uh, shiny to describe everything that was neat or cool. Uh. Yeah. 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 If you do it a little tongue in cheeky, you know, it works really well. And and it's kind of a an adorable aspect of certain mm-hmm. fantasy worlds. If you if they take it too seriously though, or you know they use it too often, then it can really pull you out of the moment. But I mean, on some <laughs> level, we have all sorts of idioms, and there's no reason to believe that a world that developed differently would have the same ones. Right. Like at some point, you I have mean, to it, break it's down. It's hard to believe that a, even our world has the same ones. Have you ever looked online, like at what teenagers are saying these days? It's it's like reading a fantasy book. Well, I, no, I have an 18-year-old brother, and it's yeah, it's startling sometimes. Idioms, idioms in other languages, when you translate them literally, they just come out weird and strange. But when you hear them like spoken natively, or even in our own language, <laughs> like they roll off the tongue, like they they're not like clunky and you know, hard things to say or whatever. Well, mostly mostly in our language, like that's what makes English so difficult to like learn because of the idioms because the majority of what we say is just absolute nonsense like all this stuff right now at least for me i don't know about you guys <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's a lot of uh homonyms and like there really aren't rules to english like there are to a lot of other languages it's like jazz um, baby that's a whole, man. it really english really is i mean we can verb nouns and the fact that that sentence even makes sense in english <laughs> is absolutely absurd just like patently absurd that what i just said will make sense I have to no people. Clue what you just said. america is just like one big rap battle dude get used to it going back to lies of Locke lamora like something that always hangs me up and i have to stop and reread it just so that i say it correctly in my head they, it's a world where there are multiple gods and they all say the plural form of gods whenever they say the oh my gods or or anything like that. By, it's by the gods that, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's always plural, yeah. but it's it's regular idioms that we would do. Like, god damn you yeah. would be gods damn you. It's bonkers. But they never like call out a specific one. Like, the god of actually damning people would be the most pro- appropriate one. 
because like you wouldn't just include it wouldn't be like a blanket well, i think i think that's because all the all the gods can damn people well, it wouldn't be like know. a blanket effort like the god of isn't that isn't that part of the the god job description is damning people well i don't <laughs> know like i mean i think so the god of just chilling and hanging out is not gonna like damn you unless you don't chill and hang the out god of, the god of fun man i want to be that guy he's because buddy. it's just not his purview hey, you want you want to toke you want to toke this blaze stick I'll worship <laughs> no thanks <laughs> yeah worship the god of getting high and drinking shit damn your eyes <laughs> damn <laughs> i'll find someone who does want to get take a toke of this blaze stick i banish you to not getting high realm for eternity <laughs> You have been damned to being straight all the time. Oh, put these black X's on the backs of your hands as a mark of your sin. You are now... No one will consider you cool. Or or that world's equivalent of cool. You are straight-edged. Whatever that is. Cool-edged. Maybe they call it warm. Who knows? I don't know. I think mostly when people enjoy other, like, you know, stories in, in whatever format... They choose like audio books or papyruses. You know, uh, in my experience, stories. people like well, stories. No, no, but and, when they uh, when they do, yeah, they, I think they do like stories, Stephen. <laughs> people like stories because life kind of I don't know, like life isn't terribly exciting. We're kind of we're sit, we're sitting comfortably on the top of the like Maslow's hierarchy of survival. Like the the most terrifying thing we have to deal with every day is like waking up and living. Jeepers. Yeah, slave labor. <laughs> well, I, okay, yeah, slaves. Yeah, they probably don't have to read. Their their lives are very fulfilled. No, uh, I think he was. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was making. <laughs> he was more of a comment on on the fact that you have to get up and go to work every single day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wage slavery. Yeah. You know. Um, but anyway, yeah, people. You know, people read, watch movies, and everything to escape. I honestly think the bar isn't that high. To build like a convincing world i mean why do you think we get things like 50 shades of gray being so incredibly popular how do you think that happens people want to think it's because she's she, she's built an incredibly a convincing world i mean you got a good point there cody spongebob did live in a pineapple <laughs> under the sea that doesn't make i mean come on what kind of that world doesn't make a whole lot of pineapples sense, get yeah. down there pineapples i'm pretty sure they would float <laughs> just saying <laughs> Well, it's a house pineapple, Stephen. It probably has a foundation that's attached to the ground. Uh, like it's not just a regular okay. flipping. But pineapple. how are you going to pour concrete underwater? I mean, think about it. it. Could I don't know. It could be some sort of special underwater concrete, man. They, they have a lot of, of buildings there. They've got. It. They've they probably figured that problem out years ago. True. It's probably just magma. Pro- yeah, they just vent yeah. it. They seem pretty smart in that show. They're so. pretty good. They have a squirrel that has an underwater suit. They got that yeah, figured that's out. What that's what sells true. it. They 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 find a connection, a way to connect it to us at land creatures. Mm-hmm. The, the land creatures yeah. with the squirrel oh she needs air i need air too <laughs> I, this so this makes so much sense now everything she's the quiz out of rock of the spongebob universe <laughs> she can be many places at once <laughs> i think that's the parallel they were trying yeah. to draw there yeah spongebob yeah. is dune <laughs> <laughs> pretty much the same story yeah. i mean as far as i can tell close enough <laughs> close enough for uh, a lawsuit <laughs> all right well do you guys want to get into some uh some spicy world building yeah Mm, can we get some mild world building you're gonna get spicy and you're gonna have some pepto and it's gonna be great this is gonna be a butt burner i might have to sit this one out all right so the top most (laughs) upvoted submission is from reddit user not jimes um, and his says toys are alive and animate when no one is looking 
but everyone in the world knows that this happens and in its accepted part <laughs> accepted fact of life so essentially toy story but everybody knows it toy story but like we're cool with it or not at the museum kind of or chucky could be kind of like chucky we, we should probably put in a, a disclaimer next time that uh, you get one idea per submission because he actually has three ideas in here. Mm. What do you? No, the whole point of this is to steal people's ideas. Why would we? Why would we suck? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why would we steal that? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I would. I would say we're only going to use one of his ideas. We we can keep it open to people posting as many of them as we can. Well, no, no, no. It's just that like you could post as many as you want, just one per <laughs> like entry. Because if you get oh, upvoted, okay. like you don't know what's what. Then we get them upvoted. We can't. We can't just assume that all of them. Did I mean, these are all pretty good ideas because the second one is people live in a city built by and subsequently abandoned by giants. So everything is way too big for them, and they have to adapt to the architecture, <laughs> or adapt the architecture to their needs. Well, I, I do see and the toy one and that one combined. Yeah, as yeah. Well, actually, and then the last because what if the giants let's run giant toys? <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> and then the last one, the last one of his mission is the floor is lava, but actually, so that's pretty good too. Uh, the second most upvoted one, a dimension of eldritch demons, but you and your friends are special because you just work at a Waffle House. And <laughs> there, there's, a pretty, there's a couple good ones here. A world exactly like ours, but everything is slightly to the left of where you expect it to be or last remember it being, which is kind of funny. And then magic based on an ancient language in which the only words are shouts, and for extra power, the shouts must only be vowels. So, <laughs> kind of funny. <laughs> uh, I say that we just take the whole top, top upvoted one as a as a full on. We'll take all three. That chunk does work really well. Yeah, together. toys are alive. Uh, people live in a giant city, and the floor is lava. Actually, well, I'm just gonna start it off here by saying that if all floor is lava and toys are alive, and we know about it, I think life would just be hearing the screaming of toys forever. <laughs> well, who's, who's to say that they're alive they weren't just like left on the floor and then the lava came up and they just died so the lava has always been there that's why the giants left yeah they built this awesome city and then the lava <laughs> so, came up what i'm curious like like okay if the floor the floor is lava is that just the ground floor if floors? you've got a 20 story building is every floor <laughs> lava because that sounds fucking well terrible. okay it's terrible for us like in our world yeah that's a pretty bad thing <laughs> but obviously awful. You're saying we've adapted? We've got like lava. Well, it doesn't even have to be we. Why does it have to be humans? It could be, I don't know, lizards. No, we did lizard people. A, a fan favorite. Or some <laughs> other thing. That's my, my point is it doesn't have to be humans. And if it is humans, lava, no, but, lava yeah, beast. Lava I, do think that, I do think that the floor is lava regardless of what floor lava you're lava. actually on. Like it's all lava floor. The, the floor is just permanent lava. Permanent just lava. all the ground is and lava. Maybe, and maybe there's a very specific reason for that. Maybe that they actually hint, uh, like heated. These are big dudes. Maybe they heated their uh, entire facilities with like magma or something. They're just like pumping through, but like all that shit broke. So there's just lava coming out. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get out of here. Well, and if it's if it's a land made by giants, then most people probably just live on like a chair. Or something. Yeah, you could have like a whole island community up just like on a chair. That's true. Does the bottom of a giant chair count as the floor? <laughs> no, fuck no. Does it count no, in your house? That's not the floor. No, no, no. no, no, no. I mean, at what house. size? At what? What? How big does the bottom of this chair have to be before it becomes no, a floor? No, it's it, well, it's a floor. To, yeah, it's a floor to the people that live on the chair. But that's my point. So is it lava? No, because it's not the floor of the structure that it's inside of. If we're truly combining these ideas, then the floor is the giant mm -hmm. floor. That's why the giants left, because their their nice tile floor accidentally was lava. Oh man, we turned this into lava. How'd that happen? <laughs> and their carpets are all fucked up now. 
Man. Dude, all the rooms that had carpets in them would smell so bad. Is the, the... Well, I mean, it's probably been going on for a while. That carpet is long Possibly. gone. Jerry, how's your, how's your hardwood <laughs> floors? Oh, it's great. It's lava now, but... <laughs> so, so this is a society of people who, like, get around with... Zip lines um, and... Like, zip lines. That's exactly and, what I was uh, thinking. Zip lines and, and Zelda tubes. wing gliders. Slides. Zelda with help from the toys. Do you know how many flying toys there probably are? There's, like... There's like, uh, oh god, those old broomsticks. There's like GI Joes with zipline toys and shit like that. And like, Batman with like grapple, grapple hook thing. They're those those little <laughs> shitty, uh, uh, like balsa wood or those like uh styrofoam uh, uh airplanes that you'd get in like a, a fucking chopsticks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you just like put it together. Yeah. Ooh, those cars that can climb up walls. You know, well, all the drones, every every useless drone ever. <laughs> Giants a helicopter, like a fucking helicopter, a legit it's a helicopter fucking that you can use to fucking take you places. This, this world is sounding more and more dangerous. If you somehow manage to survive the lava, you're gonna get torn to shreds by all the flying drones. But, but here's the thing: the toys are alive only when you're not looking. So that's true. So you you have to like if you're on a helicopter, you have to like look up. So oh, you shit. have to stand back to back. Oh, with so your okay. Oh, crazy. So it's almost like this. <laughs> You have to like f- like find the place where like the uh, the zipline Batman lives and like give him an offering and be like, I want you to take my family across, or you know, like or my goods across the kitchen table, please. And everyone puts on the ceremonial <laughs> hoods. Put on a blindfold. You bow. You bow. Prostrate yourself outside of this cave and close your eyes. <laughs> so yeah, please, Batman. You have to like you have to like blindfold your family and be abducted. Yeah. As you can say whether that Batman's a good Batman or not, there are probably a lot of Batman action figures, in the, and they're oh, not. God. They can't all. Be and then good. it's like a it's like an Orpheus uh, problem too, where it's like if you look, you're damned. Kids don't look down. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, there's some shitty little kid who's like, I'm not wearing this fucking thing, and then they look at the Batman and, halfway and across, he goes inanimate. It freezes, and they all fall into the fucking lava. <laughs> Demi, no! Don't look back. Oh man. So there, there are several questions we have to ask ourselves uh-huh. here about our world. Um, so are we assuming that it's humans? We're assuming it's humans. Uh, it's, I think it we should people, always just I guess generically, that. yeah. Okay, Humanoid. so it's humans. I mean, are the I toys, know. like, are they altruistic in nature? Well, I, th- or are they I would like, imagine that the bad villain toys are, like, still villains. and Because like that's that's what happened in, like, Toy Story and what what's that? Mighty Soldiers? Tiny Soldiers? What was that movie? Yeah, well, I, I think it depends on how they were treated. I think it... Small soldiers. I think it depends on how they were treated by the children who owned them. You know, if you were abused oh, as a toy, like you've got like some for instance, if you were left in a room that suddenly the floor turned into lava, <laughs> turned yeah. into lava. Yeah, yeah, you were abandoned by everyone who you loved for centuries until a group of small people came <laughs> along and decided well, to. I've... Take if that's residence. the case, I feel like all these toys are bad. I mean, I, I actually kind of like the idea that they've all gone a little feral. Mm. So you have, like, little koosh balls that'll just, like, bounce around in, a fe- uh, in like, the, the uh, I don't know, the on the pool table, I guess. That's the only lush uh, field area that I could think of that would be in a giant's house. So, the, so, so they've all gone a little feral. So at night when they're sleeping, when these families are sleeping, they have to have, like, people on watch well i think that you would be able to keeping their eyes open for any toys that might sneak in i think you'd be able to weed out the bad ones eventually because like if 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 they if you look at them they they're inanimate so like 
All you have to do, and yeah, is like have a person on lookout who's just like slowly turning in a circle, and if anything's like creeping up, then you're like, oh, there he is. That's what I was, I was, I was thinking. You know, this is really gonna be a few years once we first move in. Like, you've got to go everywhere in groups. Mm-hmm. You got to be standing back to back. Like, this is this is some straight. Like, yeah, yeah, you've got you've got to travel everywhere in like a quad, and you guys got to like rotate to walk places. Any known offenders, you just grab and throw them into the lava. Yeah. Can you use a mirror? Or yeah, anything like yeah. That? Is That's it just point. as long as the person can see it at all? Or does it have to be like straight up eyes <laughs> to, to toy flash con- no contact? Maybe, yeah, maybe like it's just like a perce- perception thing and everybody's just humoring these these toys. Because <laughs> like... like what, what if the toys are humoring just, us and they're just pretending? Just yeah, like, like they don't know that we know. They're like, oh shit. We all know. You're not fooling anyone. <laughs> 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 yeah they, i mean they might not even like understand language or anything so like you can try and explain to them like look we we understand like this is cool and they're just like oh, 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 watch out. i still really like the idea of them like praising these toys as god <laughs> yeah, yeah well yeah they would yeah they would provide an amazing service like a slinky could like do hella crazy stuff for like getting stuff up and down like a, a or like stairs a slingshot? or something oh yeah slingshot oh when does a toy turn into a weapon? Mm. Some people might consider guns toys. Uh, the slingshot, I think, is where the toy turns into a weapon. Oh my god, what a, What about sex toys? Oh, you. <laughs> hey, so, wait. You're saying they don't move when you're looking at them. <laughs> <laughs> Let's pretend I didn't say that. I'm just a curious little kitten over here. Pleasuring yourself with inanimate objects aside... Uh, this does bring up a good question. Uh, what role do batteries play in this world? Well, the well, batteries are useless. I understand, like, you might, some things have batteries or whatever, but I think that's probably just for show. Actually, I like the idea of them, I like the idea of them having to survive on batteries, because that makes them, like, that gives them an edge. Yeah, what do, like, calculators and remote controls run off of, then? Like, are they also, are they toys that animate themselves when you don't look around, or do they still need batteries? Oh, yeah, a, who, a calculator's a toy, Steven. <laughs> Gee whiz, I can't wait to go home and play with my calculator. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. Yeah, if you install Snake on it, it's a toy. I've known I've known people to play with a calculator and not for actual games, but for math. Machi doesn't count. Machi, that's what I'm telling you. We know a person. You get you get it to say boobs. That's true. That's always always entertaining, but it only does it when you're not looking at it. You gotta like turn around and you gotta type in the calculator and then I mean what what is this world? But that does raise like a like a philosophical like metaphysical like question like when does something become a toy is it like once it's yeah. been played with for your amusement does that like imbue it with some sort of like magical power that's what i was asking like a gun yeah, fucking, where do you draw the I line with rocks man St- stick and ball yeah it's like his favorite stick <laughs> every 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 stick in a dog's yard would become to a kid animal. imaginative enough everything's a toy yeah so once it's been everything's that's alive been, like happened. the lava is a toy Oh no, that's a problem. People play <laughs> floor is lava. That's a game. You can you can consider it a yeah, toy. They, the lava is a lava. Lava is a toy. Yeah. Or what if like, I don't know. There there. Okay, guys. There are some bad people out there in society. You may not know. <laughs> and they they like to use other people as toys. They 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 view social interactions mm. as a game. So what happens in that situation? Do you have your own mind, and then does your body have a mind of its own because it's a toy? Yeah, do you animate when you're not looking, but then when you are looking, you're still animated? Because that's fucked up and weird. You gotta you have keep to constantly an keep yourself. an eye on your body, on yourself. 
I think it makes most sense if things had to get grandfathered in and then there's a cutoff or whatever where it's like there was all the toys that were in this the structure when the people showed up cuz it would just be that's just that's just too many cans of worms to hop down. Yeah. You could just like there could be just some crazy hermit dude living in a in a tissue box on the upstore upstairs like shelf uh building toys so that he can build a toy army and kill everyone, you know? Oh man. Just building shitty popsicle stick what if, toys or something. What if if there's a what if there's a city city that never sleeps sort of city in this place? Like maybe on like around like the kitchen sink where like water is plentiful and sunlight. I would never want well, to no. sleep in this place. Well, Just for the record. The floor is lava <laughs> and toys animate when you're not looking. Like this sounds fucking terrible. The only time you sleep is when you die. But yeah, like if, if if you have a city that never sleeps and like it's built around like maybe the biggest toy of all, they didn't realize that the the Castle Grayskull playset that they've toy. been living in, like since somebody has been awake the entire time, like it's just waiting. And as soon as there's any moment where everybody falls asleep, it's just gonna eat everybody. So does everyone have to be asleep at the same time? Well, just time? not looking. They all just like go outside, take a walk, and look the other that's way. That's true. Yeah, it just starts. That's chomping holy down. Holy shit! That's horrifying. That's really scary. That could be our. That could be your house for all you know. Now let's. So I feel like we're talking about this world like shortly after whatever cataclysm caused the giants to leave, right? Yeah, I mean it still has to be standing. Or, like, or they just got bored. Well, what is good? What is this world going to be like a couple hundred, maybe thousand years later? It's going to need new siding. Hot. Maybe it'll cool down a little bit. Is it eternal lava? Is it magical eternal lava, or is it fed by like a lava? Or does it? Yeah, does it cool down and just become like a? Is the lava coming from somewhere? That's a good point. And do the toys live forever? These are my two questions. You know what I think might help answer some of these questions? Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Fire. If we all, I mean, religion's fun. I like to, I like to view the Bible as a toy. It's my favorite toy. You better, you better not, Mister. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh no if we try to apply some of the theories that we were discussing before that make you know the the small things that make world building so compelling if we try to apply it to this world mm. like what is this what does this world smell like hide and seek is really fun to play with the toys because <laughs> they can keep running until you see them and you know <laughs> you know for a fact that you saw that they got saw that's true yeah what games do they play in this hide world, and seek right? out the ass man like like that's that's uh-huh. the that's the default. <laughs> Floor is literally yeah. lava. Don't <laughs> land on it, <laughs> please. It's the first. Yeah, game where they the floor is lava becomes like turn, turns from a game to like a rite of passage <laughs> in your your tribe. <laughs> you could play uh, checkers lesson. and chess and board games in like a confessional style. Like one, like the toy goes into the one side of the confessional booth, and then the the human goes into the other, and the board's like <laughs> in the slot between. So you can play <laughs> against the toy. But you have to, as the human, you have to keep watching that board because the board will play itself. <laughs> but then you get the toy, as soon as the oh, toy puts man. its hand up there, like it freezes, and then you move its piece of like, oh, <laughs> Gotcha. That's, I don't know if that's where I wanted to go. Oh, wait, what? Wait, what? Whoa, whoa. Crazy. I just had a crazy idea. This idea went out of control, though. At first it was, what if, <laughs> what, what if the fast. toys had to wear, like, gloves? <laughs> So that like you weren't actually directly seeing the toy, but then what if that spins into like weird, mm. crazy like leather bondage suits oh that they have to wear, suits and then you get into like goddamn God God like <laughs> yeah, I was I was picturing robes. I wasn't picturing bondage suits. I don't know what that doesn't cover fucking them robes, <laughs> a toy in robes. Can you imagine how terrifying it would be? I, well, you can't see them technically. You can still see their ass. Well, only if you're getting into the toy bondage orgy situation, which. 
I don't rec- I don't recommend. They've got a nice ass flap. You know, you gotta you gotta have that covering. It's a toy onesie. Mm, yeah. What about marriages? What are what are, what's the marriage situation with the toys? Can you marry a Ninja Turtle action figure? Well, it's gonna happen. People already marry toys when they can't Inter- move. Dinner toy marriages. Like body pillow I'm okay style. with it. Well, I feel like I feel like that's that's a concern. That's something that people do in our society, but that's just because maybe the floor isn't lava for us. Like, <laughs> we don't have to concern ourselves with that on a daily but, basis. We yeah, can take yeah, the time the not worrying about our, our surviving the lava floor to marry toys. But the thing is, is that all like like if if somebody from this universe looked at like the the toy marriages in our universe, they would consider them to be non consensual and horrifying because that toy didn't oh that God. toy didn't consent. But in that yeah, in that universe. You can through a series of like double blinds and stuff like that. You can, you could, you, lots, <laughs> lots of blindfolds. Of blindfolds. And, oh shit, dude! What about the what about a Ouija board? The Ouija board could like even communicate. Oh man, you could get married to a Ouija board. What yeah. an awful existence! <laughs> That'd be terrible. <laughs> it does have that hole. <laughs> Yikes! Hey baby, do you wanna? No. Do you wanna? Uh, you know, spin the spin the triangle thing. Try again later. Tonight, come on! I just uh, <laughs> try again later. Oh. Okay. I love everything about this. What's the What's the crisis though in this world? The, what's the crisis? The floor what? is no, lava. I mean, like, what is it? The crisis. What this world is a crisis. It's not a crisis. That's like saying that like volcanoes are a crisis here, or like not even because yeah, well, if you live in a not... fucking volcano, that is a crisis, Ryan. <laughs> Yeah, if you lived if you lived forty feet above a volcano every day, I would <laughs> okay, say fair, fair point. But it's not just a volcano; it's a it's an active volcano. No, it's not. It's just straight up lava. It's just yeah, like a active. like a pool of lava. Apparently, that's uh, lava is usually an indication of an active volcano. Well, it's not like eating the legs off of the chairs or anything like that. Apparently, so it's like that's like baseline. So what what crisis what what crisis are you looking to throw into the mix, Ryan? I do like the idea of. The toys' batteries running out, and then like struggling, like competing for the the resource. I just don't understand like what the point of batteries is. If the toys are animate, like a Ouija board is animate, and like Batman, like action figure and Ninja Turtles are animate. What do you need the batteries for? <laughs> like just well, maybe it's only the toys that re- require batteries are animate, like Furbies. Oh, but God. Ouija boards don't take batteries. <laughs> Furbies. This brings me to a somewhat related question: Do toys eat? Like what are the <laughs> what's maybe fueling they eat your toys? Is it the hatred of humans? Is it lava? We need to we need to like call a Pixar expert <laughs> onto the show. Explain a few. What things. do toys eat? <laughs> I'm pretty sure they eat the, the ch- children's joy. They subsist on that. They eat children's yeah. joy. Um, excuse me, Mr. Pixar. Can toys can toys experience uh, depression? So was the dog in up like were all of them mentally handicapped because they couldn't speak without. <laughs> And they couldn't form like sent like full sentences or complete thoughts. Well, it's only fish that can talk. Man, you got me so excited when you started talking about the dog and up, and then it just got depressing. <laughs> Wait, do they have any? Do they have I any movies where uh, mammals talk? Kind of. Well, that's with a special collar. But it's only like one word sentences and stuff. Like it wasn't like it was um, like. I'm not. I'm not sure if that qualifies. I'm thinking about like Finding Nemo and stuff. All the fish can talk. I am worried we just made a Pixar movie. That was the risk we took on when our first option was toys are alive. Like, what are you going to do there? We're going to watch Toy Story 4. (laughs) And it's going to be exactly this. As a a group. Oh, you know, there's something we completely missed about this, about these three concepts working together. 
So there's an idea about the toys being alive, and everyone knows about it, but it, it, like you have to see them for them to be alive, and then the giant's thing, and then the lava. What if... Now, now hear me out. <laughs> what if there aren't <laughs> okay, little go. people? What if the people in this world are the giants, because to, to toys were giants? So the toys are the main people who we're talking about living in the world of the giants. That sucks. <laughs> no, god damn it! <laughs> the recommendation, the recommendation here literally says so everything is way too big for them, referring to the yeah, people. Yeah, I'm saying the people are the toys. The people are the toys because the toys are sentient now, so they can qualify as people. Oh, okay, but that's just so that's just Mad Max toys. The giants are just humans because because the toys were giants. It's just the movie. I know. It's just no. It's Mad Max. It's it's toys for Beyond Thunderdome. That's all it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the floor is literally lava. It's interesting because when you think about it, the floor the goes floor to lava. People literally. probably aren't going to stay there anymore, so they leave. <laughs> so it's in a world where the. It's actually not bad. The toys have been abandoned. If there is like some sort of people. like, well, then who's alive to actually look at the toys to keep them from moving? No one, because the, they're gone. Well, it could be kind of like a Mad Max situation where some like lo- some lone wanderer giant comes back into the city and is like, oh, there's all this lava here. Probably not going to be anyone here. Maybe I can get some shut-eye. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I can take a nap on this lava. No, the whole movie is just uh, a Mad Max action figure trying to lure the, the giant into a different room so that the, all the <laughs> other toys can move from the kitchen sink into the basement. <laughs> <laughs> But it turns out the tanker truck was full of human eyeballs yeah, in the first yeah. place, so he got fucked over. So as soon as he opens it, yeah. Yeah, you just constantly looked at. <laughs> that, that, that's one hell of a Toy Story twist right I there. I would watch that shit. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't witness me. Uh, Why is Mel Gibson in the credits of Toy Story 4? <laughs> Toy Story movies took a brutal turn. There, there was, was a, a lot of sand. I feel like this is the natural evolution. I feel like Pixar is uh, trying to adjust their tone. Mm-hmm. They're changing their demographic. Have you seen the trailers for Cars Three? It was there was a there was a lot of blood. It's dark. There was a lot of f bombs dropped. It's dark. There there is nudity just right right then and there. I'm not sure you've actually seen it, Ryan. Like I'm I'm being dead serious. It is pretty dark. I took my kids to that, and there's a lot of awkward questions I had to answer about gang rapes. There's some serious car on car yeah, action cool. just right there. Full Thanks, blown Pixar. Tailpipe, <laughs> oh, geez, tailpipe yeah. penetration. Whoa. <laughs> there's a lot of those little dangly testicles like on the backs of all the truck nuts i think this is i think uh this is a good strong high note to end this song. yeah we could probably we could probably edit out the last 30 to 45 seconds yeah. just for fun this is where all of our worlds inevitably end up is truck nuts <laughs> truck nuts that's what that's what that's what really sells a world for me is the inclusion of truck nuts or any world's equivalent of truck nuts, carriage nuts. <laughs> All right, well, I, I'd call that a success. I'd say that's that's a world. <laughs> so, thanks for joining us. Uh, this has been our pleasure, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I've been pleased. <laughs> uh, so, um, join us again uh, in a couple more weeks. Um, in the meantime, if you want to hear us enjoy ourselves some mm-hmm. more. And thanks so much to uh, Belafonte for uh, letting us use their uh, song. What's the name of that song? The song is titled Bastion. They are out of Wichita, Kansas, and every single member Mm. of that band is fantastic. We'll have a massive party someday, and we'll just hire them to play that song (laughs) over and over again. (laughs) Or maybe just that. Oh, they'll hire us to entertain them with world-building facts, right? 
Yeah, yeah, it'll be the other way around. All right, well, join us next time. Uh, so, yeah, uh, check us out on iTunes. Um, catch us on our website, radbotproductions.com, where you can listen to our episodes there as well and catch new news. We're on Facebook as well. And on Reddit, we've got a subreddit of our own. That is Disposable Worlds. All right, well, thanks, and uh, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>